as we start the new year, no? Ang tanong ko sa inyo, what kind of life do you want to have in the future? Gusto mo ba yung buhay na okay lang? Or do you want to be able to influence others for good? Would you want a life to focus on providing for yourself? Or a life where you can be a blessing to others? You know, as I ask this sa sarili ko, na-realize ko mahirap maging blessing kung ikaw mismo maraming problema. May tanong ako sa inyo, if you were given a chance, would you like to live the life ni Solomon? You may not be as wise as him, or maybe as rich as him, pero yung bang buhay na sobra-sobra, do you know kano kasobra yung kay Solomon? During his time, ang silver has no value. Kasi lahat ginto. Yun ang ginagamit nila. Parating may sobra. So, gusto ba ng ganung buhay? Ayaw ni Gina, no? Okay? Na, hindi ko sinasabing ikaw si Solomon. Sinasabi ko lang yung parang si Solomon. Like for example, because of his accomplishments, kings from all over the world would visit Solomon. Pagdating nila, dami nilang regalo para kay Solomon. Pero pag uwi nila, mas marami silang dala kaysa sa pagdating nila. And he was able to really give generously because of the abundance he had. Would you like to have a life like that? Alam mo, pag may bumisita sa'yo, may dalang regalo, pag uwi niya, mas marami silang regalo. Hindi ko sinasabi kay si Solomon. Well, di, 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 yun mo, mo-qualify kay Solomon. Joke lang. <laughs> Pero kunwari ba, ganung buhay, pagdating ng bisita mo, may dalang regalo, pag uwi niya, mas marami. Gusto mo ba ng ganung buhay? Yun, it would be nice, no? Pero di ligano exchange tita kay mas daghan man siyang Diba? And then let me give you a trivia about Solomon. Do you know na ang sakop sa iyang kingdom was not only Israel? Alam ba niyo yun? Can you turn your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 4? We will read verses 24 and 25. Sabi ng verse 24, For he had dominion over all the region west of the Euphrates from Tipsa to Gaza, over all the kings west of the Euphrates, and he had peace all side around him. And Judah and Israel lived in safety, from Dan even to Beersheba, every man under his vine and under his fig tree all the days of Solomon. When I check, ano yung ibig sabihin west of the Euphrates? Kasama doon ang Syria... Lebanon, Iraq. Do you know anong Iraq? What's the significance of Iraq? Doon galing ang Babylon. Hindi ngayon, dati. Doon galing ang Babylon. Wala pang Babylonian Empire. He used to rule over Iraq. However, he did not conquer this nation by force. He conquered them by trade. They willingly submitted themselves sa kanya because he was nga very wise and very rich. Can you imagine? However, before you can live an abundant life like Solomon, dapat din kasing wise tayo ni Solomon. So ang tanong ko, how do you become wise? Should you attend the best school you can afford? Should you read as many books as you can? Attend all the training you can join? Or listen to all the or the best motivational speakers around you? Ito bang mga bagay na to will make you wise? 
recently when I was reading the story of Solomon and that was our uh, reference no, when we had our Bible study the first week of January, na-intrigue ako sa kwento niya kasi may na-realize ako na si Solomon had no plan to be the wisest man in history or the richest man of his time. Wala siyang plano. Yung wisdom niya and riches were just byproduct of something he asked for from the Lord the night the Lord visited. So tingnan lang natin, nasa first king kayo, punta kayo sa chapter 3. I will read verses 5 to 9. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. And God asked, Ask what you wish me to give you. Then Solomon said, You have shown great loving kindness to your servant David, my father, according as he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart toward you. And you have reserved for him this great loving kindness that you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, yet I am a little child. I do not know how to go out and come in. Your servant is in the midst of your people, which you have chosen, a great people, who are too many to be numbered or counted. So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours. If God will come to you tonight, no, in a dream, and tell you, ask me what you want. Ano hingin yun? Oh, hining. Ano ba? Wealth, di ba? Okay? Oh, hindi. You present your plan. Say, Lord, ito plan ko. Can you bless? And Solomon, I'm sure marami na siyang plano nun. Pero, hindi, wala siyang hiningi. Okay? Pero so that you may live the kind of life that Solomon had, we need to learn from that evening. Ang gusto ko pag-aralan natin, not only what he asked for, but how he asked it. Tingnan nyo ang verse 7. Ano sabi sa verse 7? Well, how was he asking? Like a little child. Like a little child. Now, may tanong ako sa inyo. <coughs> ang anak, ang bata na maliit, how will he ask? Gano'n ka simple? Just ask. Just ask, di ba? He will not ask you for riches because he doesn't care. He doesn't even know the future. Di ba, I think yung nakinaganda ng bata. Nung bata kayo, wala kayong pakialam. Wala kayong pakialam kung yayaman kayo. Wala kayong pakialam kung magsasaksid kayo. Ang, ang, ano, ano hihingin mo? Normally, ang bata. Ang bata will ask, ano gusto mo? Oh, yung tatay ko, ano gusto ng tatay? Okay na yun. Tayo, pag matanda na tayo, dami-dami na nating problema. Ang bata, when, nung bata ko, hindi ko nga iniisip yung pagkain eh. Alam ko kasi pag-uwi ko, meron eh. Yun ang kinaganda ng bata. So he was asking like a little child. You know, si Solomon, kung titingnan nyo talaga yung tinanong niya that evening, he only asked for one simple thing. Only an understanding heart. No, does that mean wisdom yan? Ako, I was asking, is that wisdom? He did not ask for riches or power. Yun sabi ko, he did not ask to be the wisest man in history. He did not ask. He did not even ask to become the richest. 
ang hiningi lang niya an understanding heart. You know, in the past, I thought Solomon's wisdom was based on all the knowledge that God allowed him to acquire. Kasi marami siyang alam eh. In all sciences, mara, akala ko yun yung basis ng wisdom niya. Today, I am learning that his wisdom is based on the understanding heart God gave him. His wisdom and riches were just a byproduct of that understanding. What do I mean byproduct? Tingnan natin ang verse 10 hanggang 14. Sabi ng verse 10, It was pleasing to the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. God said to him, Because you have asked this thing and have not asked for yourself long life, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have you asked uh, for the life of your enemy, but have asked for yourself discernment to understand justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart, so that there has been no one like you before you, nor shall one like you arise after you. I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there will not be any among the kings like you all your days. If you walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and commandments, as your father David walked, and I will prolong your days. Solomon only asked for one thing, the ability to discern good and evil as a reward. God made him wise in all areas of life. Ecclesiastes, it was about agriculture, about life, about money. And then he became so rich that yung riches niya was even more than enough from himself. Bakaya nga siya namimigay, sobre. Pagdating ng Queen ng Sheba, dami niya pinimigay. Siguro dami, kailangan niya ubusin. But to appreciate what Solomon asked for, we need to check. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng understanding heart? When I was checking the original meaning, the word to understand in Hebrew is sama. S-A-M-A. Okay, listen to this. Ha? It means to hear, to listen, to believe, to obey, to submit and do what is required. It did not even say to do what is right. Ang sabi, to do what is required. It is not to know so that you can make the right decision, but to listen so that you can follow instructions. Ulit ha? It is not to know so that you can make the right decision. It is to listen so that you can follow instructions. Oftentimes, when we ask for wisdom, what do you want to do? You want to be able to make the right decision. Sa kanila, the understanding heart is to follow instruction. Iba, no? The heart naman in Hebrew is leb, L-E-B. It means the mind, the will, your emotions, the middle, the center, or you as a whole person. Ang tanong ko, why was God so pleased that Solomon asked for an understanding heart? Bakit hindi pwede ang good heart? Di pwede rin naman, di ba? Lord, give me a good heart. 
Bakit hindi na lang good? At bakit kailangan understanding? Can you turn your Bibles to Jeremiah 17 verse 9? It says, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? What is the heart daw? Deceitful. Pero, nung dinify natin yung heart kanina, what is the heart? Everything. Hindi lang yung emotions nyo, ha? Okay, the mind, the spirit, your center. Sabi, sabi niya, you can be very deceiving. You can deceive yourself. Okay, the heart is not emotion. The heart is your whole being. And so sabi niya, you can be very deceiving. Now, how do you know that the heart is good? Ano basihan niyo? When you're trying to judge a person kung good or bad siya, how do you decide? Based on the action. Pero where does the action come from? Di ba normally, intention? Tama ba yun? You look at the action, and then you look at the intention. Now, question. Is it possible to have the best intention and still be wrong? Okay, in fact, si Paul talked about that. This time, let's go to the New Testament. Kindly go to Romans chapter 10. Babasahin natin ang verse 2 and 3. For I testify about them that they have a seal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. Who was Paul talking about? He was talking about the Jews. Who are the Jews? Okay, God's people. Sabi ni Paul, the Jews have a seal for the Lord, but not based on knowledge. Knowledge of what? Di ba sabi niya, you have a seal? Ano ba niyo kung ano yung zeal? Di ba passion yan? Yung bang minsan, simba ka ng simba, gawa ka ng gawa, and yet sabi ni Paul, may seal sila, but not based on, but not based on college. Knowledge of what? Why did God reject the Jews in spite of their good intention? The Lord rejected them because they acted based on what was right on their own eyes, not based on God's instruction. Itinan niyo yan? Sometimes we can be we can deceive ourselves. Kasi feeling natin good naman ang intention ko ah. Eh paano pag it does not jive against yung instruction ni God? You know ako, I am learning that without knowing the righteousness of God, our hearts can be very deceiving and evil. What do I mean? You're still in the New Testament, punta kayo, punta tayo sa Mark chapter 7. We'll read verses 21 and 22. Verse 21 says, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murder, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, evil, slander, pride, and foolishness. Question. Who was Mark talking to? Was he, was he talking to the world? He did not write this for the world. He wrote this for Christians. Nasabi niya, out of your heart proceeds all this evil. 
So Mark was directed to us. Alam mo, we can try to become sincerely good. But without an understanding heart, we can be sincerely wrong. Para lang yan si Adam and Eve, may tanong ako, were they evil people? Di ba they were created to do good? Because God never created anything bad? Do you know while He was creating the world, sabi niya sa lahat ng ginagawa, and God saw that it was good. What did He say when He created man? It was very good. Sabi niya, Adam and Eve was very good. Okay? They were very good because they were created in His image and likeness. So that means the heart was good. However, today we see Adam and Eve in a negative light. Kasi may ginawa silang mali. Were they bad people? Did they steal? Did they kill? Did they go to God and insulted God? Wala naman, di ba? Bakit sila napalaya sa sa garden? Did they, did they disobey? They disobeyed. Pero what was the intention? Why did they eat the fruit? They want to know, they wanted to be like God. They want to know, they want to have, have the ability to know good and evil. Now, what's wrong with that? You think about it, hindi ba katulad lang yun hinihingi ni Solomon? The ability to discern good and evil? And what is wrong about wanting to be like God? Diba sabi ni God, And you shall be holy, for I am holy. So, bakit niya tinanggap si Solomon, rineject si Adam? For you to appreciate what happened, kailangan natin maintindihan anong pinagkaiba ng to know and to discern. The word for to know in Hebrew is yada, Y-A-D-A. It means to acquire information by experience and to comprehend by observation. The word to discern in Hebrew is bin, B-I-N. It means to comprehend so that you can make proper decision and then to take action. It is not based on experience. It is based on instruction. To know is to acquire information based on experience. Yung isa, is to know what is right and wrong based on instruction. To know is to act on what you think is right. Have you done that? Tingin ko ito tama eh. It is based on your experience. I'm sure may mga ganong klase kay Chabi, as experience as a field, you, do, you, you decide on things because ito yung experience namin. Ang tanong ko, is that necessarily right? Kagabi lang, Pichi reminded me, today scientists would say, you don't have to rest your soil. Uh, last Thursday, we had the chance to have a lunch with a Jewish couple dyan sa may uh, sangkanan. And ang parating lang pinagmamalaki, the reason they like me is because alam, sila, ako lang daw ang kilala nila who rest my soil on the seventh year. Israel daw does not rest their soil on the seventh year anymore. <laughs> Diba? Ako, I am doing based on instruction. Sa kanila, hindi na kailangan. May tanong ako. If your experience 
contradict the instructions of the Lord. What should you do in order to resolve the conflict? Alam mo, in a recent Bible study, talk about our struggle with our bosses. Parati yan. Ang tanong ko, when your experience with your boss is toxic, is God telling you to leave your job and look for something better? Now, how can you reconcile that? Ecclesiastes 10.4 says, If your boss is angry, do not quit. A quiet spirit can overcome even great mistakes. So what do you do? Experience is contradicting God's word. What do you do? Like for example, I'll give you more example. Okay, When your relationship with your spouse turns sour, is God telling you to look for someone better? God told husband to love your wife at their worst and told wives to submit to their husbands even when they are not worth respecting? If your boss is making your life difficult, is God telling you to move on and look for a better job? Diba, you know God is in control, and if He is in control, yung trabaho mo, blessing sa'yo yan? So ngayon, bit ka nagre-reklamo sa binigay na boss niya sa'yo? Alam mo, in 1 Kings chapter 12, Jeroboam, the, the next king of Israel, took ten of the tribes from Rehoboam, son of Solomon. So Rehoboam gathered the army of Judah and Benjamin to take back the tribes. When he was about to go to war, the Lord's prophet confronted him. And I will just read, no, 1 Kings 12, sabi sa 1 Kings 24, Thus says the Lord, You must not go up to fight against your relatives, the sons of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing has come from me. So they listened to the word of the Lord and returned and went their way according to the word of the Lord. So may tanong ako, why would God allow your relationship with your spouse to turn sour? Why did He give you a toxic boss? Is it possible that God is just trying to expose your true nature and to teach the husband to be more loving and for the wife to really be submissive? Ako, I believe, God wants you to know na ang dami-tami pang dapat improve sa buhay nyo. You know, recently, I gave a talk that talks about humility. I was telling them, humility grows out of trials. So may tanong, Kailan hihinto yung lessons of humility? Sabi ko sa kanya, pag nakahiga ka sa magandang kama, kulay ginto, may salamin sa, sa taas. Tapos ka. Kasi minsan si Chabi siguro, si Lord, hanggang kailan ba itong pagtitiis ko? Chab, pag nakahiga ka na sa magandang kama. Now why does God continue to improve us? Kasi para lang yan si Solomon, hindi niya mabigay yung blessing Pag hindi ka ready. When a husband struggle to love his wife, hindi wife ang may problema. When the wife struggle to submit to her husband, hindi husband ang may problema. Kasi when you married, di ba you made a promise to love? Di ba kasama dun yung weakness? 
di ba, di ba you made a promise? So God said, sige. Pero when you decided to marry, you have to marry the whole person. Pero ang tanong, no, bakit naman ako bibigyan ng visit na Mr. or Mrs.? Di ba Bible says He will complete you? Meaning, yung, ah, yung kulang mo, galing sa kanya, yung kulang niya, galing sa iyo, and minsan, yung kulang niya, ayaw mo. When children struggle to honor their parents, or when employees struggle to submit to their boss, hindi yung boss or yung parent ang problema. Most probably, ikaw ang may problema, and God is using all these people to expose your true nature. Because He wants you to become a better person. Pero alam nyo, I'm learning that for you to appreciate the life that God is giving you today, what we need is an understanding heart. To be able to see things from God's perspective, not your perspective. Siguro sabi sa'yo ni Gado, di ba sabi mo you will love me? Pero bakit mo ayaw i-love yung binigay kong mister or missis sa'yo? Tapos ang problema pa, di ba ikaw namili dyan? <laughs> Kayo, sinagot nyo. Yung lalaki, linigawan namin, di ba ikaw namili dyan? Then you came to me and asked my blessing. So I gave you my blessing. Tapos sabi, sabi mo, Lord, I will obey you. They sabi ni God say, if this is true, why can't you honor your parents? And why can't you submit to the boss I gave you? Pero you can also tell God, no? Eh Lord, ang sama ng ugali. May habit na nahihirapan ako. Tapos hindi pa siya considerate. Hindi ko gusto yung paano siya magsalita. And then siguro may masama kang experience with them. With your spouse, with your parents, with your boss, with your peers. So, ang tanong ko, when your experience contradict God's instruction, what should you do next? Ako, I've been trying to understand my experience based on God's word and then adjust. I am trying not to contradict God's word because of my experience because my experience can be very deceiving you know when i was young my father exposed me to anting anting alam niyo yan anting anting and he gave me many madami akong anting anting noon and they really work i saw my father um binaril niya yung isang puno naglagay ng anting anting walang tin hindi tinamaan yung puno malapit lang talaga malapit 3 feet wala kang nakitang bala Nung tinanggal nila, tinamaan. Pero it started to contradict, di ba? God said, trust in me alone. Eh, pero may anting-anting. And sa experience ko, they work. They protected me for a long time. So how do you now reconcile? God said, they trust me alone. Eh. So sinoli ko. Tinanong ako ng tatay ko, ba't mo sinasoli? Kasi naging kristyano ako. Has God protected me in ways? Oh, yung aming bahay, walang kural. Kung gusto mo, madaling pasukin. Kung gusto mo, marami nang nakakawan, hindi pa kami nananakawan ng seryoso. Because, wala nang anting-anting. Okay? If you will ask God for something this new year, 
ang suggestion ko, ask for an understanding heart. Do not present a plan that He should bless. Kasi, He has a better plan for you. Pero ang tanong, Lord, how will I know your plan? Yun ang pati yung tanong. If God has a good plan for you, how do you find it? I think Jeremiah 29, verse 11 to 13, tells us how to find God's plan. Can you go there? Jeremiah 29, we'll read verse 11 hanggang 13. Sabi ng verse 11, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. In a recent webinar, someone asked, how will he sab, sabi niya, how will he know if his current job is where he should be? How will he know if God wants him somewhere else? So as I explained to him the context of Jeremiah 29:11. I told him that Jeremiah 29:11 was given to the Jews when they were exiled in Babylon. In Babylon they were forced to work to make Babylon greater. They were slaves. And then God said, As you are here, build houses, plant vineyards, take wives, give your children, as if you are staying put. And then God said, Seek the welfare of the city that I have put you in. For in its welfare, you will have welfare. And then, tingnan nyo sa verse 14, what did God promise to do for them if they will obey? Sabi sa verse 14, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from all the nations, from all the places where I have been, where I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. God promised to restore their fortunes and return them to Israel. Kailan? 70 years. Pero kailan yun? They were promised to return to go to Israel. Kailan? Was it really 70 years? No. They were going back when they are ready. Now, listen to what I said. Huh? God did not say that they are going back when He is ready. They are going back when they are ready. You see, this is what I'm learning. God's plan is not something you should look for. It is something that He reveals when you are ready. For the meantime, what should you do habang hindi pa niya pinapakita? What should you do? Stay put. Oh, stay put. Oh, tama. Stay put and get ready. Are you still looking for God's plan? San ba kaya itong plano ni God? Ako, my realizing yun ang tanong parati ng tao. Somebody, there was a post na nakita ko sa Facebook page ko about a reaction to what I said. Kasi many of these so-called experts would tell you, why are you still in your comfort zone? Why don't you go out and there? And then ang comment niya, si, si Dodong will say, you stay put. I do not tell people to challenge your comfort zone. I'm telling people to enjoy your comfort zone. 
and make the most out of your comfort zone. And people would say, hanapin mo. You can find that elsewhere. Si God, ano gusto niya? Gusto ni God that He reveals His plan to you. But for the meantime, you stay put and be the best where I put you. When Solomon sought to do good based on the ways of the Lord, everything went extremely well. Pero may nagbago sa buhay ni Solomon. At a certain point, nagbago yung gusto niyang gawin. And tingnan natin, Ecclesiastes 1. I'll read verses 12 to 18. Sabi ng verse 12, I, the preacher, have been king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I set my mind to seek and explore by wisdom concerning all that has been done under heaven. It is a grievous task which God has given to the sons of men to be afflicted with. I have seen all the works which has been done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity, striving after the wind. What is crooked cannot be straightened, and what is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, Behold, I have magnified and increased wisdom more than all who were over Jerusalem before me, and my mind has observed a wealth of wisdom and knowledge. And I set my mind to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I realize that this is also striving after the wind. Because in much wisdom, there is much grief. And increasing knowledge result to increasing pain. Alam mo, para sa akin, Ecclesiastes is one of the saddest book in the Bible. Kasi the wisest and the richest man in history saw life as vanity. Alam mo naman yung ibig sabihin vanity? Walang kwenta. And then, gusto niyo maging mabuhay na katulad ni Solomon? You wanted this abundance? No, it is not wrong to want this abundance. Kaso lang, he shifted from trying to understand, discern good and evil, he wanted to know good and evil. He wanted to understand true experience. Sabi niya, in much wisdom, it's much grief. Then sabi niya, God has afflicted. Who told him to do that? Who told him to understand everything based on experience? Wala namang sinabi si God, di ba? And his grief only happened when he decided to seek and explore wisdom through observation. Look at how he ended. Punta kayo sa Ecclesiastes 12. Verse 13 and 14. The conclusion when all has been heard is fear God and keep His commandments because this applies to every person for God will bring every act to judgment everything which is hidden whether good or evil. Alam mo, if he only stayed true to the path God gave him in the beginning he would not have experienced painful experiences and Israel would not have been divided into two. Si Solomon ang may kasalanan, bakit nasira ang Israel? And if you think about it, he was not as wise as we think. Hindi pala siya ganun ka-wise. 
you have a chance to be wiser than Solomon if you continue to do what is good based on God's instructions. So as I end, would you like 2022 to be very good? Yung siguradong it will turn out well? Then seek to discern what is good and evil with an understanding heart. But how do you do this? You know, in a recent post, it's entitled, When you read the Bible, do not ask why. Ask how. When the Lord asks you to do something and it does not make sense, what should you do? You should not ask why. You should ask how. Lord, it doesn't make sense. Never mind. You still do it. If it doesn't make sense, trust that the Lord knows better. So do not ask why. Ask how. And everything will be alright. Magpray mo na tayo. Heavenly Father, we'd like to thank you for showing us what Solomon asked for. Lord, ako personally, akala ko his wisdom is based on all the things he know. And yet, Father, when he tried to become wiser in every area of life, he became very foolish. Lord, sana kami, we would only want to understand one thing, to discern what is good and what is evil from your perspective, to always follow instruction. Lord, will you bless us like you bless Solomon? Will you allow all of us, Father, to live in abundance? Yung bang, Lord, when people come as they bring gifts, they will bring more gifts when they leave. But Father, I know this will only happen if we have an understanding heart to understand what is good from your reference. We thank you for our time, Father. Will you continue to bless our fellowship? In Jesus' name we pray.